On this episode of Mistake by the Take, Jake and Dylan give their hottest takes in sports, and you can hear it all right here on a brand new episode of Mistake by the Take. One, two, three, four. Episode 17 of Mistake by the Take. It's Dylan Fodovich with Jake Volnick. We got a good one today. This is this is this one's gonna be fun. I can already tell right off the rip. We're gonna have a good one with this one. Yeah, I and mean, we're pretty much gonna be skipping Shannon here, but you know, with real life takes and maybe not arguing on everything we have. Yes. So first things first, before we even talk about what we want to talk about today, Jake, how you doing, my man? Oh, I'm I'm actually doing pretty good today. You know, yesterday, not my day. Not my day yesterday. We won't get into that. Nope, we won't. But, uh, you know, it was good. And I, I do have to say, we walked out of here on Tuesday from recording, you know, the two shows that we do. And uh, I had a banger $40 parlay. That hit. That hit. That hit. Dude, I, I just went Red's money line, live line at like 165, and then just threw the guards with it. Will Brennan is my absolute savior. That was like, clutch. It was nuts. So clutch, dude. Yeah, that was a rough night for me, though. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, I we we're not gonna get into that one. Um, but yes, it I, I will say that it was petting purposes that it was rough. But yeah, it was uh, one of my uh, not so great moments there because I've had a lot of those. But you know, whatever. Moving on from that. Yeah, no, I mean, dude, I just have to say the DraftKings feeling. Of looking at zero dollars in your DraftKings account because that's what I had when I placed the forty dollar parlay. Not sponsored, by the way. Not sponsored at all. And then watching it jump up to one hundred eighty one dollars. It's a great feeling. Pure euphoria. Like I, I was just on the moon. You don't even have to have a DraftKings account. It's just any betting account. Right. It's just amazing. It's your a, bank it's a great feeling. It, yes. It's like it, that's a paycheck. It's like a paycheck. It's coming a crappy in. paycheck, but that's pretty much my paycheck because I get paid next to nothing. I mean, we are two broke college students, as we always say, but yeah, you know, it's nothing new in that sense. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good today. Uh, my body, not so much. I started to play a lot more basketball now that my uh, baseball career is over. It made me realize, too, that I am completely out of shape, like no doubt about it. And I, I hate the narrative of people saying like, oh, yeah, you know, you, you used to be a college baseball player. You should be in shape. Like, no, I had to run 90 feet and that was it. Yeah. You know, it's funny that you're the one sitting up here talking about being out of shape because if two people looked at us next to each other walking down the street, they'd be like, that kid's in shape as they point to you and they'd be like, and that's the fat kid. Yeah. I mean, but you're I'm, you're not in, we're both not in shape. How about no, that? I, yeah, I mean, that's completely yeah. fair. I, yeah. I will not be offended if you say I'm not in shape because you would nail it on the head. Because by the second game that we were playing five on five, I was literally only playing defense. It was That was the sad part, unfortunately. But, you know. You were cherry picking in the wrong direction. I was cherry picking in the wrong direction. Well, I mean, you cherry pick in the only thing that you can do. You know, my shooting was completely off since I was a moron and decided to go legs the day before. But anyways... Yeah, that was how it went, and, you know, I started to trash talk some dudes, too, you know. Granted, they were probably late 30s, early 40s, coming off of work, but, hey, I don't care. Yep. I'm going to do me. You do you. You do me, I do you. 
Whoa. Whoa. Whoa, pause. Whoa. Hey, hit that. Yeah, no. I mean, I hey, yo. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, no. That is That's the ADHD talking. That that is as AO as it gets. That is an yeah. absolute pause. Yeah, I'm sorry about that one, boys. Anyways, let's just move on. Um I, I think I got one thing to talk okay. about right before we get into uh our favorite. Yeah, our favorite segment. But dude, the wildfire smoke coming in. That's uh, you know what? I'm blaming it on that one actually. Yeah, you just that was that's completely it's, fair. It's, it's messing with my mind. Yeah, it's getting to the brain. Yeah, um, but like I, I was driving into Cleveland yesterday. I, I'm literally making the final turn around two, coming down and just staring at you know the skyline of Cleveland. I can barely. It's like shadows. it's a mess. It's a mess going on right now. It's it. it I don't like it. I, I don't know if I feel like a dad talking about this right now, like you do with your grass. You are, but, like, but you know, yeah. But I was thinking the same thing. It was so, crazy, and yeah. you know. Big big uh, shot at me myself because I'm too broke and also too lazy to get the air conditioning fixed in my car. Yeah. Ooh. So I, I have no AC. So it's hot. The air quality's crap. There's smoke all around. It looks like it's foggy. And I have to drive with the windows down. Yeah, that's not an ideal situation for you, big man. No. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat, dude. I, I saw something. I won't name the company that posted about it but they're like giving off like facts about like you know how the air quality is going to be and stuff and what effect it'll take on your body they said like if you spend eight hours outside during like all of this it's the equivalent to two cigarettes and i'm like i don't okay and then they said 12 hours is three i was just like yeah that's how math works yeah, no, 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 it, <laughs> and I'm not like denying the math or anything like that. I'm just saying like two cigarettes. Yeah, is that that bad? I don't think so. Like, like I, I'm not a cigarette smoker. No, obviously me yeah, either. Like, like I, I never have and probably never will. I find it yeah. disgusting. But like, really, like two cigarettes is not. It's not good. I'm not gonna say it's, it's good. No, for it's you, not good. Obviously, but like but it's like, not bad. Like it's not that bad. We're like, not gonna die from this, you right? Know? If somebody has two cigarettes, I'm not gonna be like, well. You have lung cancer. Right. Like, no, no, it's like you're probably obviously fine. not going to affect you in any way. But either way, we got it off of our chests there. Little dad moment. It's all good. Um, but we didn't even introduce, I guess, what we're going to talk about today. Not really. So, yeah, It'll be the prob- name of the episode. But. Yeah, I mean, you already probably know it. But we are going to do hot takes. And... It was it was funny because I we didn't decide this until what eleven p.m. last night. Was it eleven p.m.? Yeah, it was, it was eleven around p.m. There. I was still at work. Yeah, you were still working, and I was like so close to passing out. And you know, I I knew that you were probably working, so I was like, it's all right. You know, I just want to figure out a time just in case what we can do because I saw you must have changed something in your phone because now it says like when you read the text. So you better be careful on that one, by the way. My read receipts are on. Yeah. So uh, oh, watch that I gotta, one. Yeah. I got to go check my settings. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it, I saw you like, you saw my text at like 930 saying like, what like, what time you thinking? What are we, what are we going to do? And he uh, didn't respond. So I was like, ouch. But I was thinking, all right, he's probably at work. So we didn't decide that we were going to do hot takes until 11 p.m. I was thinking it would be good since, you know, a little bit on the fly, but in the sense of we didn't know what we were going to do, but honestly, I mean, we kind of had a lot of these brewing, at least one of them I've had for the longest time, but 
Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty excited as Jake is still searching. He he tried oh, to no, fix that. I, I answered a text there. It, it was on just for you, which is really weird. I turned it off. Ouch. But, I mean, it, I really don't care. I, I looked at it at 9.30 and just didn't respond because, once again, I was working. Right, like, obviously. Like, it wasn't it wasn't a slight. So. No, it wasn't. It wasn't any shot by no. any means. But, either way, before we get into any of that, we obviously have the main thing that's really taken over now for our show. And even, you know, hot yep. off the press, baby. Let's get, let's just get right into it. We've been blabbing a lot. Um, you know, I, there's a lot going on right now. It's, it's a little weird. I, I, I don't know. A lot, but at the same time, a little. Yeah, it's the it's, time of the year where nothing's happening, but you're also like, there's news dropping. It's just like, how big of news is it? Right, that's what I'm saying. More, it's like, you know, yeah, how much, how much is the media really taking over? That's what it is. So, either way, the first one's kind of a, a banger that we got right now. But don't, we're not going to get too in-depth with this because I'm sure this is going to be part of our Wednesday episode next week. The pitching situation in Cleveland has been, I guess, figured out technically. Technically. Technically, Logan Allen has been dropped to the AAA level Columbus. And I won't play the sound effect because I'm pretty hurt by it. Yeah, it'll come next episode, and I will still be hurt by it. Uh, I mean, I won't get into if I think it's the right move. I don't think it's necessarily the wrong move. But you call it Michael Kelly. Like, I, I don't know. A lot of it... He's is, a bullpen guy, obviously, so not to be a starter. But A lot of it, too, is like these moves aren't based on the idea that they're going to be... It's more of just they're emphasizing the fact of him going down. That's yeah. more of what I'm thinking of. Like, I don't really a, care about who comes up, but it's more of just who goes down. Yeah. He, he had a rough outing last night, he too. Did. He, he did. 98 pitches before you get out of four is tough. Right. So, that one, again, not going too much in-depth with. But, there's another in, in the baseball world, Domingo Germain. Dude. Dude. Goes out there, throws a perfect game. I think it was the fourth perfect game in Yankees history. And I saw something that, like, the Yankees now hold, like, almost 17% of perfect games thrown in MLB history. I'm not surprised, though. It's usually, no, it, I mean, the like, Yankees the Yankees, been, yeah. yeah, the Yankees are the Yankees. But, yeah, I mean, it was crazy in the sense of, like, wow, you know? No, absolutely. I mean, it's a perfect game. Yeah, you know, and so, I don't know. It was one day late for me. It's a little, little bit of a stinger since... I guess technically I will admit the the betting that I was talking about earlier that hurt was part of the Yankees losing. So, yeah, they cost me a little bit of money on that one. One day late on it. Oh, well, that's usually how betting goes. Either way. Yeah, Jermon, uh, by the way. Yeah. Throws that perfect game. The start after he gives up 10 runs. Yeah. Like, he gave up 10 runs to the Mariners. You mean the start before? Yeah. Yeah. The start before he just threw the perfect game. I don't know it's if usually I, how I messed it goes. Up, but, like, 10 runs before that, comes out and throws a perfect game. It should also be noted, it was against the A's. Yeah, it is. It is. A perfect game, no doubt, always, like, an incredible feat. But it was basically against a AAA club. Yeah. No, I, I no doubt about that one. For but sure. But a, a perfect game is a perfect game. Yeah. Like, I, I'd be impressed if I threw a perfect game against, like, 14-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> well, right, like I'd probably walk one of them. Yeah, at least. I yeah, accidentally dome one of them. It's yeah. all right though. Um, purposely. Right. Moving on to the NBA, nothing much really brewing since the last episode, other than 
uh, Dante DiVincenzo does decline his option. Um, the reason why we did include this into Hot Off the Press was he is a name that we have talked about a little bit with the Cavs as backcourt death, right? I wouldn't hate it. So he provide. I mean, we've talked about it too. We need defense from our backcourt. Didn't really get it then. DiVincenzo would be a di- he'd be an interesting piece to the mix. Yeah, um, be Mister Three and D. Yeah, and it, it like you said too, the three part helps a lot too. So he would be a guy that I think you could maybe trust in late in games. I, I don't want to say it obviously just right off the rip because he's not even on the team. But either way, I mean, I I trust him to be on the floor, not necessarily yeah. like be that guy, be but. the guy, but at least providing defense. Yeah, absolutely. Um. That's the only one that we have from the NBA perspective. So we'll move right on to the NFL. There was, there's a lot of news that broke just today, but we're not going to get into that one. We're going to get into the one that matters the most to us because we still have the bet. Devontae Parker does sign an extension with the Patriots, 30, $33 mil in total for three years and $14 mil guaranteed. I'm a little worried. I'll admit it. I'm a little worried. They, they should be a little worrisome. I, I'm not saying the Patriots are out on D-Hop because I don't think no, the they're, signing, they're like, still on. Yeah, I, I don't think it pulls them out of the conversation at all. Like, it, it can definitely still mean that they're going to be fine. But, you know, they're signing other receivers, and that's always that's always a, a time to be like, hmm. Well, the only thing that I'm really kind of banking on is – the fact that it does free up a lot of cap space. It does free up cap. You're right. That's where I'm like, oh, it could actually be a positive towards this one. And if you really think about it, this wide receiving room still needs help, no matter where you look with it. You know what I like? What? The fact that he hasn't signed yet. That's what I like. It's, He's waiting on a, on a third player to come into the game. He doesn't want to be a Patriot. He doesn't want to be a Titan. I mean... He's waiting. He's waiting it out. It, by all means, he shouldn't be a Titan. No, I mean, he should absolutely not be a Titan. I'm just, those are the two teams that he visited yeah, with. You'd pray the God that if you were a Titans fan, yeah, that he comes in and plays for the Titans, but any other person, no, you you, you hope. I don't know. I, I also saw reports, too, with ESPN Cleveland. They um, Someone came on the show and basically just rattled off saying, like, yeah, like, Patriots are still the front runners. It's more of just, will he want to play for Bill the Sergeant, you know? Yeah. So... Either way, the more important news that did come out just like today as we're recording it on Thursday, Isaiah Rogers, Rashad Berry, and Demetrius Taylor all get like indefinite technically. It's going to be a year. It's going to probably be a year suspension for betting on games, which is kind of crazy that I don't know. You want to know the funny thing? Well, not I absolutely do. Not too funny. Another name too that was part of this: uh, Nicholas Pettit Ferrier. The he was an offensive tackle for Ohio State, and also too, if you know your your Ohio State fandom, Rashad Berry, also another Ohio State guy. Two out of the four dudes that have been suspended so far, Ohio State guys, kind of hurts. But Nicholas also only suspended. For six games because he was betting on other sports just at the facility, which is a no-no. I don't know. I think this is one of those things where it could be very, very dangerous coming soon. How about the fact that uh, Demetrius Taylor, by the way, another lion. 
Like, he's a free agent yeah. while he gets suspended, but last year he was a lion that was betting. Like, that locker room clearly did not know the rules. And a quick rant, how don't you know the rules? I don't... Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, I don't think this was a case of they didn't know the rules. I think it was a case of... Betting NFL... No, the, there is something to be... Like, clearly the suspension is coming. You know what happened with Calvin Ridley. Like, you should know. I, I'm and not... Maybe, Maybe, like, the three guys just thought they could get away with it, right? The ones who are suspended for the year. The six games, like, that's just something that has to be in your mind noted. Like, the team has to communicate. You cannot bet other sports even inside the facilities. Like, that should be a top priority for these guys to know. Because that one's a little more tricky. Like, I could see a guy not knowing that. The two issues that I have is, one... I don't, we don't know if they knew the rules or not because right. it, if you want to play devil's advocate with their answer, maybe they did know the rules and they figured, eh, we won't get caught doing it. And the other thing is the NFL is heading towards a very big danger zone. And I've said it once already, and I'll keep saying it again. That Calvin Ridley suspension was pivotal. MLB did a great job of saying straight up, like, listen, Pete Rose, done, gone, see ya. And look how it panned out for for the, the MLB. It's yeah. worked in that sense. But now when you look at it with the NFL, one-year suspension, six games, more and more players are going to start to pop up with this, unfortunately. Yeah, I just don't know if you can go to like the indefinite suspension that you hit for Pete Rose just because of how like accessible betting is I'm not saying that, now. no. Not, by all means, I'm not saying that you should go and just suspend a player, like ban him for life type thing. I was against that for Pete Rose. He shouldn't be suspended. He should be in the Hall of Fame, by all means. But you have to set a president really, really quickly when this stuff happens. And they didn't do it too well with Calvin Ridley. No, they didn't. So, either way. How about uh, closing fact, by the way? Yeah. Just like. Let it rip. What, what are these guys doing? I don't they're, know. They're, they're putting $100 bets down, dude. Like, to most of these guys, what's $100? Like, you're, you're on multi-million dollar contracts, or if not, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars of contracts. Like, you're throwing away a year of your career, half a year of your career, for $100. I, I'm not disagreeing with you on that one, too. It just goes to show you how addicting betting really is. Yeah, if that's, you're the, that's though, the true problem. Lay off the bets. Stop betting. Just pull it away. Yeah. Go to casino. Play you some can, roulette. Play some blackjack. Yeah. Well, then then you just lose even more. That's but fine. Either you're way. Suspended. Yeah. I, I'm, again, not disagreeing with you. It's just very, very nasty thing all around. But that wraps it up. So, uh, Lisa, can you please, please, for all means... Put out the fire. For the love of God. Put out fire. the fire. Great. Now we'll never get the game back. Every time. Every time. I I mean, maybe we'll get the game back. Who knows? I'm pretty sure we will. Again, I host next episode. I'm not letting it go yeah. away. Yeah, that's a good point. He does host <laughs> next episode. So here we go. Here we are now. We're going to talk about the hottest of hot takes. Time for us to get roasted I'm talking, by everyone who listens. I am talking like Margot Robbie type hot takes, you know. Hey, like, yo! We're getting hey. into that one, yeah. but No, that's that's valid. That's not that's valid. Yeah. That's valid, yeah. But either way. So, we got to get in, we, we get into this. Let's do it. There are two rules 
There are two rules to this one. That because the thing is with hot takes, they could be very dangerous. You could just be talking out of your ass and like some specific shows that we won't get into, not podcasts, but on air, they like to do this a lot. Yeah. So we don't want to be like that. So we set a couple of ground rules for this. One, you have to have meaningful evidence to back this up because there's a couple of my takes that the one is going to be pretty hot. I will admit that, but there is so much, so much evidence I have on that one. So my common rule when it comes to hot takes is the more wild the take, the more evidence you should have to back it up. That's for me. I'm not saying it's part of the rules, but overall, this is is just how it, it is for me. And then the second one is if you can, you have to be at least willing to put one unit down if 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 it's a betting aspect like if you could bet on this whatever take you have then you have to be able to put money on it that's the point of it at least one unit put your money where your mouth is don't go spewing bs out of your mouth that you don't believe exactly and i i will say there's only we we're both doing four takes one nfl one mlb one nba and then one wild card where you could pick any sport we obviously like you could go with either a repeat of whatever three sports that we just talked about, or you could go and do another sport. Say Jake wants to talk about cricket for some reason. Yeah, by all means, let it rip. Kind Dude, how do you know I'm talking cricket? It's just that hunch, you know? Uh, interesting fact about cricket. Oh, my God. first ever, it's going to be quick. My first legal bet ever, uh, it was a win, and it was on cricket. Anywho, January first, I laid down a dollar to win a dollar oh two on a cricket game. Or no, that's a lie. It was a dollar to win like two something. It was at plus odds, and I won it on a cricket bet. My two cents was on soccer the next morning. I. Yep. Whatever. Either way, <laughs> let's just let's just move on. Let's that's get- something. That's something I'll always be able to say, and nobody, not many people will. I mean, my first legal bet was on cricket. My first I legal admit, bet was on the guards. Nah, so boring. Guards money line. They won, though. Come on, cricket. It was the day that they beat the shit out of the Diamondbacks. So, I mean, hey, that worked out. In my fairness, I was a little inebriated, and it might have been like 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> That's the best, though. I mean, you can't <laughs> even lie. Get it, was, it was the first day it was legal. I was like, I got to place a bet now. That's college for you. Oh, yeah. I was literally By laying on my friend's couch. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's a given. So, let's re- let's go. We go it. right into it. And since we ended hot off the press with NFL, I think it's only right if our NFL take is first. So, Jake, I'm going to give you the honors. Oh, I get Let it. Let yours rip. Oh, boy. Here we go. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, boy. They're going to be good. And they're going to be so good. They're making an AFC championship next year. Okay, so for one, yes, their division blows. Yeah, no, they're they're winning the division. They're winning the division by all means. I definitely agree with that one. But to make the championship, you gotta you gotta win two games in the playoffs. No, I, I listen. I I know the rules, so I, I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, I, that's fair for other people. Get it? Um, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I'm not willing to put money down on that one. But I could see where you're coming 
from with this because I think that Jacksonville does make a decent run in the playoffs. It's going to depend on who they have playing in the playoffs at that point because they will get there. But, like, really think about it, right? They make the playoffs last year, okay? They play the Chargers round one, and they complete – them probably the most like incredible comeback aside from you know the twenty eight to three that was wild like, yeah th- that comeback was nuts and the twenty eight to three simply tops because it was a Super Bowl yeah but like that game's crazy they had no right especially being as young as a team as they were not battle tested in the playoffs like that comeback is insane and probably you know due in part to the Chargers messing up a little bit but so is every comeback yeah. And then they were seven points away from making an AFC championship this year. A touchdown away from beating, or you know, at least tying the score against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, and don't, y- trust me, it's going to be a couple of things that are really going to be got better. On. Yeah, they got better. They got Calvin Ridley back. The dudes, he's going to get a thousand yards. Like, like no doubt team, about it. There is no way that they should ever be worse. Also, I think Trevor Lawrence somehow, some way, again taking another step up this year. Yeah, I. I He's only getting better. Trevor Lawrence is definitely going to take a huge step, especially now that one Doug Peterson has come in and helped out the offense a ton because it, they had they were not functional, just to say the least. No, it, I, the Urban Meyer effect was ugh, stay yeah. in college, but stay in college. So it helps that they he has a year under Doug Peterson now, and now you had. You're adding in Calvin Ridley to a team that has Christian Kirk, which now Christian Kirk could finally be the two that he truly is. No shot to him, but... He played okay as a one last year, by the way. Like, yeah, not terrible, he was, but... He was the, fine. It, it, it helps having a true one in Calvin Ridley oh, come in. I'm not That's, saying it yeah. doesn't help him, but like he was okay as a one no, last I, year. I, I agree, but... Then, now imagine having him as a two. Like, yeah. And then, his stats go down, but he's not a worse wide receiver. No, it's just because you added Calvin Ridley into it. And the same person that's going to deal with that, too, Evan Ingram. Yep. Dude's a baller, too. So, and now the, and another underrated draft pick that no one's really talking about, Tank Bigsby. I love that kid coming out of Auburn. Good runner. Going to take a lot of pressure off of Travis Etienne as well. I'm I'm really... This team, this, they have something. I will say that. It's just... Can Trevor Lawrence take that next step? And then also, too, is how's that defense going to be? That's going to be another issue. Yeah. I don't love that defense at all because, by all means, they're doing a lot of good things on offense. I like their first-round pick in Anton Harrison, the kid from Oklahoma, tackle pretty good. I just – the part of me gets really disappointed because the Trayvon Walker pick was horrible, but – yeah. I don't know if this defense can come around too, and Trevor Lawrence. Like, yeah, I could definitely see that happening. You know what other defense I hate? Let's let's hear it. The Kansas City Chiefs, and they won a Super Bowl last year. Yeah, but so, it, that's Patrick. I, yeah, Mahomes, they, they have Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. I get which it. is, but like, you see the. Cra- I'm not saying they're winning the Super Bowl. I'm saying they're making the AFC Championship. Like, yeah. you don't necessarily need a defense to be good in the NFL right now. And I think that other the other part of this one too is if they get a high seed because of the division yeah like in a week schedule they have a week schedule too like it, i've yeah. looked at it before they're not playing that many good teams if they can get like the 2 seed or the 3 seed that helps a ton because yeah, I, that, I would much rather play buffalo this upcoming year than i would kansas city yeah no no doubt about it yeah i agree i'd i'd rather play whoever comes out of the afc north 
by God, I hope it's the Browns and I would lose and go on to, you know, not freezing cold takes, but like just straight up be wrong if the Browns beat them. You know, Ravens again, like I'd rather probably play the Bills out of all three of those teams. Maybe not the Browns. Just depends. Yeah, I would probably Uh, take the Browns over the Bills. I'd rather play all of them by miles before I play Kansas City. Obviously. No doubt about and it. And that's what they had to do last year. Yeah. Again, they lost by seven in the divisional round. It, the only thing that I will say that you didn't mention, Patrick Mahomes was hurt in that game. It sure. somehow did manage to pull it off and win the game and then, oh, yeah, win the championship. But either way, though, I mean, I, I like it. I like it. it. There's a lot of factors that are going to be dependent on it, but that's with any type of sport and yep. any team making it to – a championship series. That's just how it is. Again, and hopefully they don't have to play the Chiefs because I don't exactly. think they win that game. That's not what I'm saying here. Do I don't think they beat the Chiefs, but I think they can beat a different team in the divisional round. Do you by chance have the betting odds for that? Uh, I'll see if I can find them. I'll okay. see if I can find them. I don't have them on hand. but It's all right. We will keep on continuing. So I'll what t- you got. I'll, uh, I'll go. And we kind of got into this fight because you said that the Saints would win the division. Right? Yeah, the Saints are absolutely winning the division. Okay. It, by it, the way, at plus odds, plus 120, and I love it. I'm not – it's partly to do with it, but at the same time not really because it's a hypothetical. If the Atlanta Falcons had a top 12 QB, they would be a top three team in the NFC record-wise. What do you think? You, you like it? Throw that or, back again. Did you you didn't even hear it? Uh, right. I, I heard like half of it. I'm trying to find all the right. odds. I'm sorry. Cool. Okay, go. It's all right. If the Atlanta Falcons had a top twelve quarterback, they would be a top team, top three team in the NFC. Um, well, I'm gonna have to put my betting odd. Look I'll, on I'll hold go because I'll I, go. I, I'm gonna. I'm just pulling up the teams in the NFC right now. Okay. So I, I don't think they're better than the Eagles. Yeah, no, 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 and here's my caveat. I will mention this because the first thing that I said in my notes was the two teams that would be ahead of them, because they would be three. Okay. The two teams ahead would be the Eagles and the 49ers. Okay, I definitely agree with those. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, I, I definitely don't think this is crazy. I, I mean, the NFC South, you can basically just shovel that entire thing into the garbage because right. wow, they're, no, they're all trash. The NFC North, kind of in the same boat, maybe like you know a little higher on the Vikings and Lions than I am on any team in the NFC South. I still think you put, and who are we calling a top twelve quarterback here? Let let like, throw me a name that you like put into the twelve conversation. Kirk Cousins. Okay, a competent quarterback basically that yeah, could yeah. win you games and steal the shit. No, I'm just trying to think of like a name. No, no, so no, no, to no, no put, Yeah, I'm like, thinking like guy. Kirk Cousins. Um, I'd say even, maybe even Daniel Jones. Okay, maybe. I not really though. I, more more Kirk style. I'm talking, yeah. It, it, it as obviously one through twelve. You know who like the top eight would be, but like right. a Kurt, maybe like a Dak. One of those guys at least at the bare minimum. Well, it's interesting you say Dak because that's probably where I'm going to disagree. I think they might slide into like a top four, top five because I think the Cowboys are probably better. Taking a little regression, you know Zeke not there, but they've yeah. added Brandon Cooks. Like I still think that offense is really good. That defense. Micah Parsons, Trayvon Diggs, like they're pretty decent over really there. Really good, very good. Uh, and and I still think you might fall behind a team like Minnesota or Detroit. Okay, just because so, I, I don't think the Atlanta defense is there. I think they have a couple of weapons on offense, 
but also like it, it's still so raw, right? Like, All right. They they only have a couple of pieces on but, offense. Let's see if I can try to convince you a little bit on All right, this let's one. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. So, I this run game is the most slept on in the whole league, in my opinion. If you because I mean, think about it. Their leading rusher last year was um, Tyler Algier, the kid from uh, BYU. He only started in seven games. Put that in perspective. He totaled over a thousand yards on the ground. Yeah, rushing, not just receiving work, rushing. And they had the third most rushing yards per game at one hundred and fifty nine point nine. They ran the ball a lot too. They ran the ball a lot, yes. But Arthur Smith has a very good run scheme. I'll give him that. I'll also uh, I'll toss this at you. If we're just replacing the quarterback, I have no faith in Arthur Smith. That's fair. Like he has a good run game. Yeah, no, no, no. I agree. I completely agree. He literally buried Kyle Pitts. He bu- he buried Kyle Pitts. But this goes into my next point too. They didn't have a competent quarterback last year. They won't again this year. And they won't again. You know, maybe no shots at Desmond Ritter really. But yeah. like, I just don't think he's that. He was a third rounder for a reason, right? And now you add Bijan Robinson to the run game too, which that, that's a big that's a big ad for sure. Huge ad because you can add. That's a dynamic player that can catch passes and then run the ball too. Now, the thing is, yes, they were second to last in passing yards per game. Yeah. But when you have Marcus Mariota at the helm, what do you expect? Yeah, they had a mix, right? They had, Ritter started a few it, games there. It, they only started four games. Okay. So that's my take. That's where like we go into this take of they just haven't had a good quarterback to really play with. No, no, they absolutely have not. There's there's no way around that. Like, it, it's been bad, but I don't know. You, you want to know what's crazy, too? Drake London, guess how many receiving yards he almost had. Uh, I mean, he was basically the whole team. So you have to think if they're bottom third of the league, they probably threw for, what, 3,000, 4,000? No, probably like 3,000 yards. I don't have that one. Um, Hold up. Hold on. So I'm going to go, he probably... He probably totaled like eleven hundred. No, he a little bit too much. He okay. almost got nine hundred yards. Okay, Which, was he hurt for part of the year? He, I'm pretty sure he. I was. think he was. He he didn't. St- Any factor that in? He didn't start in two games. Okay, I will say that they it wouldn't did, have made up for it. I was still highballing him. Eight hundred and sixty-six yards overall passing. They didn't even. I'm pretty sure they didn't even get to a thousand. I mean, not a th- uh, 3,000. Oh, my God. Yeah, that would have been horrible. Like, Whoa. Yeah. They didn't even eclipse 3,000, though. We were about to have a whole different conversation. That would have been really bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, they, they sucked. They sucked, too. And the thing is. Which, actually, they didn't even suck. I think they finished like 7 and 10. Yeah. No, th- that's <laughs> the other thing. Insane. They had a pretty good record when you really think about it. They in were 7 schedule. and 10. Yeah. In, in a, a bad schedule. In, in a bad schedule. But that's my other point, too. I said, if you listen clearly. Record wise, yeah, no, no, and that's the other thing. They have a horrible schedule. I mean, dude, there's, there's a reason the Saints are projected to win nine and a half games. Exactly, year. and that's the thing. They have so many free wins, and you have so many weapons on offense. And the thing is, they've done a lot of moves on that defensive part. They most of the money because everyone's talked about like, oh, how will they have so much cap space? What are they going to do with it? They added a ton of pieces. To that defense. A lot of veterans, a little bit of a questionable move here and there with some of the pieces they added. But overall, I mean, this defense did get better, which is a huge plus. 
So I think that even if you add in like a Kirk Cousins or a Dak Prescott, someone that could just steer the ship for a little bit, they could easily have the third best record in the whole NFC. I, I just I, I think it's possible. Yeah, it definitely. Like I said, I don't, I don't think you're crazy for it. I don't know. I'm willing. Obviously, I really can't put any type of money on that since they don't have that quarterback in there. But if they did have something like if they if that was if they did get a guy like that, I'd be more than willing to say that they win the division and put money on that one easily. That's just me though. No, that's fair. I I, I think they would probably win the division if they had a top quarterback. Yeah, I, I don't think there's much debate around that. Just but because the thing of how is, bad the division obviously is. that's not much. You're not saying that much there too. No. Yeah. Uh, I will say before we uh, hop off the NFL, by the way. Okay. The, those odds are available to lose in the conference championship for the Jags. I am currently placing it at plus nine hundred. There you go. There you go. I don't think that's nearly high enough odds for that, but yeah, I'll take it anyway. Why not? All right, we'll shift on to the MLB now. I don't know about you, but mine is. I don't know how I, I feel confident in it, but I don't know how you'll react to it. You want me to go first and let it rip, or do you want to go say yours first? Doesn't matter to me. I'll say mine. I think that with or without a ring, if he wins one, Shohei Otani's going to be the greatest player of all time. You want an even hotter take? Well, I'll one up you right now, oh, even God. on your own okay. take. Let's go. I think he's the greatest player of all time, probably right now. I could say that too. I would say that too. Because and don't get me wrong, I think Mike Trout is the better athlete. I think Mike Trout is a better fielder. I think Mike Trout's a better hitter. Yeah. But the dude is pitching like a three ERA while he's leading the league in home runs. So this is this is where my story comes into play. There's not much stats going into this one, but there is a lot of narratives with this. So the MLB and the NFL are always really hard to pick a GOAT per se. Because the problem is you have two different sides of the ball that you have to really deal with. So if you're going to go out there and name a GOAT for a, like, and it's a pitcher, you're going to be like, well, there's also, you know, a hitter, you know. If you want to say Nolan Ryan was the GOAT, I'm just throwing out a name. But then you'd be like, all right, well, Ted Williams is probably better than that. There's no way that you can really try to equate the two. The, That's one, the, the thing that hurts really bad, too, is how long baseball's been around. Right. Because you could be like, oh, dude, Mickey Mantle or Ty Cobb, dude, elite, some of the best players of all time, and some guy's going to come walking up on the street and be like, Ty Cobb, that dude was hitting 60-mile-an-hour fastballs. He's a janitor. Right. He was playing janitors. I mean, and you even hear that with the NBA discussions as well, too. I yeah, mean, like, it, Bob Cousy's an all-time great, and the dude can dribble with his left hand. It, that, yeah. It's part of being in a game that evolves. Right. And that's the problem, which helps too. The so basically, my case is this: we have never seen someone do this because the problem. Everyone will bring up Babe Ruth and say like, "Oh yeah, Babe Ruth did it too." Babe Ruth only pitched in the first six years of his twenty-one years in the majors. He became a full-time hitter after six years, and technically, he won an MVP in nineteen—not an MVP. He was just an All-Star in nineteen thirty-three. But it was kind of a, it was more for his bat. Yeah. And he technically just pitched in that. Let's be realistic. When you think Babe Ruth, nobody's like, oh, no. yeah, that pitcher. Home run king. Like, no. That's it. And, that- like, granted, people, when you think Shohei Otani, probably aren't like, oh, yeah, that pitcher. But I think 
the conversation he's is still, still an elite pitcher. That's what I'm saying. I think the conversation is still, oh, yeah, that two-way player. Right. And It's the, not like, oh, yeah, that guy that hits bombs. He is an elite pitcher and hitter. That's end of – there's no denying that. So my thing is, like, we're never going to see another Shohei Otani because in my experience, once you get to, like, the college level, you tend to pick a route. The guys that were really good pitchers and hitters in high school, they end up shifting to one. And I've seen it so many times happen with people that I grew up with, and they have they, they're forced to pick one. And your college promotes that type of environment. So I believe that we'll never see someone like Shohei Otani ever again. Because the the, the thing is too, like I'm I'm a person that always says. Deion Sanders should be in the conversation for the GOAT in NFL because he played, not only did he play offense and defense, he was one of the best special teams players ever. Yeah. So I think that the versatility in MLB and NFL GOAT talk is going to be very critical, and he clearly did both. And and he has, I, I mean... He's not just like doing both, right? Like I know this is part of the conversation we've already had, but I'm just pulling up and looking at the stats. Like he leads the Angels in like 16 statistical st- like categories, and like you want me to name some? Go ahead. Basically every major hitting stat. We're talking average at 309. He's hit 28 home runs. Leads nearly the league in RBIs. By the way, I think he's second. Uh, leads them in on base percentage. Hits. You switch over to pitching. He also leads them in wins, ERA, and strikeouts. Yeah, and probably a couple more stats that I'm just not going to dig deep into right now. It it was funny because I saw someone on Twitter go, put this in NFL and NBA terms because this dude's got to be insane. And I've saw things where it's like if Patrick Mahomes threw three touchdowns and then got two picks, that's what Shohei Otani would be. And it sounds absurd when you put it in that sense, but it's true, dude. The he had one multi home run game while striking out ten batters. That's unheard of. Like what is that? That's not like that. I I couldn't even imagine doing that. Like maybe like little league type shit. Yeah, right. When I was like ten, where I'd be like, yeah, I struck yeah, you're out just a, better than everybody else. Right. I struck out a couple batters and then I get a couple hits. Like yeah, that's usually how little league goes, but not in the MLB. Not even like college or high school. Usually, most of the time. I, I can say honestly, playing is little league, and you know I'm not afraid to to gloat myself up playing in a little rec league, little league. That I was definitely one of the better players at that time. I, I played baseball throughout high school, but uh, I, uh, I I definitely never had a multi homer ten strikeout game. No, not not even pitching against you know like ten year olds who half of them couldn't hit the ball. Exactly. That's why I'm thinking that this dude would be the goat regardless of if he wins a ring or not. Because, I mean, you always hear the narrative in the NBA about rings and how much that depends on if you're the GOAT or not. I don't even think it comes close to this case. No, I, I think right now, like, if he retired right now, maybe not. But the track his career's on, it's without a doubt, right? Yeah, I agree. Like, you could probably make the argument for right now, again, just because of the two-way you thing. You could, yeah. But... I don't think I'm ready to just no, say I'll, that yet. I'll probably pump the brakes on that. Yeah. But by the time his career is over, just because of the versatility and how good he was on both sides, it's almost impossible to argue it. He won't get 714 home runs like Babe Ruth. No. I, I'm not saying that at he's all. He's not going to be the greatest hitter of all time. He's not going to be the greatest pitcher of all time. But the he's pretty was, damn good at both of them. Right. He's like probably elite. 
Yeah, like, I would say elite for both of them. His ERA sitting at a three, and he's got 28 homers, and we're in, what, late June? And you know what the crazy thing is? He can throw it 100 miles an hour. After Tommy John, by the way. After Tommy John, which is insane. So that's my that's my take there. I know it, it it's kind of hard with the MLB one. I didn't really know what to go with. M- MLB and NBA were the two hardest for me. That was I don't know about you, but... No, MLB wasn't hard for me at all. No, I, I kind of, you gave me a little hint at this one, and I'm not surprised. Yeah, so my initial hot take to start, I don't know if I would say start the year, but like once we got a little bit into the year, would have been the Reds to win the NL Central. Yeah. Okay? And if you want to question me on this at all, like I will challenge you to the absolute max, anybody who wants to come at me, uh, because I have their team total over 65 and a half to start the year. And I also placed them to win the division at plus twenty five hundred. Yeah, no, I mean you—you you were talking about it. You are invested in this team. Uh, yeah, I don't even know if I want to throw out the number, but beer. it is all in free bets. All I will say is beer on you, and uh, yeah. when they do, if make they it, do, yeah, yeah, because uh, I'll say it because it's all in free bets, so I don't care. I'm just rallying every free bet I have and just placing on the rest to win the NL Central because valid. Yeah, I'm just tossing all my eggs into one basket, which is probably you know. It's a make or break, uh, whether or not I'm happy at the MLB season or not. Yeah. Um, but right now I'm sitting at nearly $1,400 if they win the NL Central. Yeah, that's not a free beer. That is multiple beers on you. I yeah. will say that. I would definitely buy a round. I can tell you that much. I am all, I, <laughs> Go Reds, man. Yeah, and then it'll basically just be like, you know, we'll be even since, you know, DeAndre Hopkins won't go to the Patriots. Oh, cute, cute. Yep. It's all right. Um, but I'll take it a step up from there, right? Because, again, I've been yeah. on that all year. Go ahead. Perfectly fine. It's not that bold of a take anymore. I literally placed it again last night at, like, plus 260. I know you did, yeah. yeah and I put $300 in free bet on it. Thank you, Dylan, for the bet. Referral, yeah. yeah. You gave um, me $100, too, so again, I can't complain bet 365 now sponsored. Exactly. Um, But uh, fuck it, right? They're going to win a playoff series. That's not that bold. The Reds are winning it's a playoff series bold, this year. It's not that bold, dude. I, you don't think it's that bold? Well, no, 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 no. In they, a sense they have of to like, hold on to the division bold. lead. Yeah, that's okay. Fair. This is a team who was projected under sixty-six wins this year. No, by all means, I'm not saying that it's not bold. I'm just saying that I can definitely get on board with that one. Yeah, like I don't even care who they go up against. I think this offense is elite enough to the point where they can hang with any team at any time. And I also think that come this trade deadline, they're making a move for a pitcher. Might, oh, might just be Shane Bieber. You, If you're the Guardians, you can't do that, though. Sure you can. No. Why not? They're in the NL. I would not. Oh, I, I would, would not do it do in a heartbeat. Do, do you know how many bats they have to give up? They're in a log jam at every position. No, I, I get it. I get it. Like, Jonathan uh, India would be sick here. I, I, I would love Jonathan India. Oh. Nick Senzel's fine to me. Nick like, Senzel, yeah, he's, he's more like of a contact guy, but yeah, I like it. 250, I'm just saying bombs. more of a, of a perspective of a power guy. Yeah. And I, I because, I mean, I'm more of a fanboy of the Florida guy since I did grow up. That, that team that Jonathan India was on, I followed heavily. So that was no. kind of like my thing of like why I like Jonathan India and why I would want him here. But yeah, no, I mean, any bat would do at this no, point. I, I love India. I just don't think the Reds give him up. I, I think they hold on to yeah. him, McLean, and Ellie De La Cruz and find a way to play them all three no, on the no infield. No shit, Ellie De La Cruz is staying. You, well, yeah, no, I mean, I'm just saying. Like, you want to talk all about three a, of those guys. You want to talk about one of the greatest hitters of all time? This dude has the potential of doing that, though. And I'm the not, crazy thing is right now, he's 
might not even be the best hitter on his team. Matt McClain is a dog. Yeah. And he was below Ellie and got called up before him, probably just because Ellie had some injury issues to start the year. Yeah. Either and, way, though. You know, he turned into a plus 300 hitter. Yeah. So, so okay. here we go. Keep keep going with the red stake. Let's, let's hear, do you have anything else to really say with it? Uh, dude, like, who are they going to go up against that you don't feel confident in them at least holding their own and giving it a series in the NL? I, I'm not disagreeing with you at all. I think they definitely could do it. Is there a team where if they got matched up with them, you would say absolutely not? Let me think about this one for a second. Let me pull up the let me pull up I mean, the standings. I'm, I'm, and I'll, I'm staring at the standings right now. Like, the best team in the NL right now is the Braves. Now, while I think they might lose that series and it would be a tough series, I think they could still win it. So right now, some of the teams, just to rattle them off, so the division leader for the NL East is the Braves. Yep. Right now it's the Cincinnati for the Central. By a half game. Hold By on. half game. Hold, Hold on. on. Reds, Reds, Reds. Yeah. And then in the West, you got the Arizona Diamondbacks, which that's a mess right now, by the way. Yeah, just, the, it's a bloodbath. It's not even like... It's a three-way bloodbath. Yeah, it's not even... Least bad records either like the no. diamondbacks would have been a crazy pick for somebody to have as their like team total over two yeah they, they i mean i think they're probably slightly higher than the reds but definitely not where they're gonna end up this year no i agree i would say i do get a little bit scared with the braves again i still think, I think they could hold their own i don't know if they win yeah. that series but i think they could definitely come close and then if we're talking wild card teams you're probably gonna see miami right now projected to be miami I think that one gives you a little bit of a scare there too. I'm not scared of Miami at all. And then San Francisco, the I'm not. Them. I'm not scared of San Francisco. That would probably be your other team that you're looking at currently being the other wild card team. Not scared of San Francisco. The Dodgers I, right on the fringe there. Dodgers, yeah, I guess. But like even then, they're so streaky where I'm not too concerned about it. I'm more concerned about the Dodgers than the Giants. But overall, I still think that they could both beat both of them. Uh, I'd be more scared of the Dodgers probably than I would be of the Giants, Diamondbacks, and Marlins. Yeah, I think in order, I would go the most afraid that I'm saying that probably would hold back your your take would be the Braves. But even at that point, they wouldn't play the Braves in that series, right? Unless they're because the Braves would be the number one overall team, and so they would probably play the wild card, right? Isn't that isn't that how it works? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So even then, you're looking at a division winner. You're locked up the two or three seed, right? At least I think I don't know. I they changed the, the playoffs playoff format changed, man. And I, I try to keep it straight, but I'll be real with you. I can never. I can know, never keep it straight. I can never just hold my own on it. It's <laughs> just an absolute mess. Wait, we can never keep it straight. Hey yo, hey yo. Yeah, immunity on that Pause. one. Yeah. Either way, though, I think the only team that I would be very concerned about uh, would so, be the Braves. Uh, to clear that up, yes, the one seed would play a wild card. The Which two seed would play. Ton. The winner of a wild card and what would most likely be the Reds, who would be the division winner with the worst record. Yeah, so I I will stay. I stand with that one. And I'm, and I'm not saying it. they could just win. Like I, I think they could get to a CS if if they end up playing in a wild card. I, I think they can win the wild card and they have a chance to take down the next team. I think the Braves. Again, you wouldn't play the Braves if they stays the one yeah. seed, and you were like you would play the two seed. Whoever comes out of the West, assuming 
which at that point I'm assuming that it's going to be probably I don't even know. No, that it's a complete, it's a bloodbath. Yeah, it's a it's a bloodbath like, because you're looking at the West at that point. I was looking and I was like, I wanted to pick one of those teams to just be like, this is the team. Looked at the AL East too. Yeah, I was like, oh, the Orioles are going to win. I looked at the record or the schedule upcoming. I'm like, maybe they're not. Yeah, I, I looked at that. I'm like, Diamondbacks are going to hold on. No, nope. I looked at the schedule. I was like, bloodbath. It could go either way. Yeah, well, because that's what I'm trying to do too right now is build my uh, parlay of each team that I think will win their division. Mm-hmm. I don't know yet. It's, it's We'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Either way, we'll move on to the NBA. Hey, enjoying this edition of Mistake by the Take? Never miss an episode by hitting the follow button on the podcast and by dropping a follow on our social medias. That's at Mistake by the Take on Instagram and at MBTT Pod on Twitter. Again, at Mistake by the Take on Instagram and at MBTT Pod on Twitter. Thanks a lot. And now, back to the show. And those picks. I'm going to let you take the floor first. You're going to like mine. I'll okay. say that first because it is a guy that you have mentioned before in the show. But since I took the first one last time, the floor is yours because also, too, I love my wild card so much that I will give you the floor now and take it later. Okay. I can run with that. Uh, this might be the first time that you actually call me crazy. And maybe you won't. I don't know. I don't know what your perspective is going to be here. I figured this out yesterday in a conversation. Uh, heard some people talking. There's rumors floating around that Damian Lillard could have been interest of the Cavs in exchange for Darius Garland. No official trade package or anything. Cavs yeah. also came Just out. Just rumors. Yeah. And Cavs came out and said it's not basically not happening. Yeah, I'm pretty sure what's-his-name shut that one down. Uh, Federer, yeah. the guy from Cleveland.com. Yeah, Fedor. Good work by him. Yeah, Chris yeah. Fedor. Sorry. Great, Even though I, great great work, but I just mispronounced his name. Eh, yeah, last names are All tough. All good. Last names are tough. Fedor. Yeah, um, Fedor. But here's the thing. Even in a trade scenario, I'm taking Damian Lillard over Darius Garland. Okay? And that's not that's not the hot take that got people going. They disagreed with me. They said it would take too much, and you get more opportunities with Garland to win an NBA Finals than you do with Lillard. And I said, you know, that's a fair point, but you have a much better opportunity, even though they're limited, to win with Lillard than you do Garland. And I'm under the pure perspective that you go for the championship when you have the opportunity. So, like, if you're going to be bad after three years, or however that might be, if you have a chance to win the Finals for those three years, you take it. Yeah. Because you don't know what's going to happen in the future. Yeah, I agree. The take that got them a little more riled up was the fact that they said, the only thing that I'm basically trading the house for, and Darius Garland would be a part of the house, would be LeBron. And I looked, thought about it for a second, and I said, no, I think I'd rather have Lillard than LeBron right now. Wow. I would genuinely, on the Cavs right now, assuming you have to trade for both of them, it's a very big hypothetical situation. Rather have Lillard than LeBron. So break it down fully. What I think the trade would be for Lillard? No, no, no. I'm just saying like oh, your like, your official take. Okay. What is the wording on it? Just so then we have clarification. On the Cleveland Cavaliers, in a trade scenario, I would rather trade for Damian Lillard than LeBron James. I don't think that's outlandish at all. I was 
I'm like, call me stupid. And they're like, I'd like to call you a whole lot more than stupid. The, I don't think it's that crazy. The, LeBron is like going to be 40 years old. So first things first, I agree in the sense of if we were to trade for Damian Lillard, it would be an upgrade to Darius Garland by far. And I think, yes, your window gets a little smaller, but the door gets bigger. Yeah, that's that's exactly. the that's the key with Damian Lillard. Also, let's make it clear: you'd have to give up more than Garland. Yeah, I agree. But is my question then becomes: Are you giving up Garland in the trade for LeBron? I would assume you'd have to give up something of that. There nature. it is. That's why I, I agree with you on that one. Who the hell is going to be running the point guard for us? It'd be LeBron. I'm sorry, but or no, Donovan Mitchell. No. I don't I, I don't want that scenario. And listen, don't get me wrong. I am from Akron, Ohio. Love LeBron to death. And I think he's one of the best and has the potential of finishing as the greatest player of all time in basketball. Not there yet. Just pumping the brakes on that. I'm probably there, but I'm just saying it's more close. of a sense of I, I usually I'm waiting till the end of the dude's career kind That's of fair. thing. That's fair. Because if he if he just falls off a cliff, well, he falls we off his cliff course. at like thirty nine. I mean Right. Either way, That's okay. Either way, not the point. You, I just don't want a third run with LeBron. It's it, it, at that point you're just really wearing it down to the point of like how much how much does he truly have left? Let's be real with ourselves. But how I, much do you think LeBron truly has left in the system? Two years. I, 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 Where he's playing at like a high level, one or two years. And we've said. We said this with Tom Brady. Like, when is he going to fall off? When is he going to fall off? He eventually did. Not to a, a like and a dramatic think, fall off. Right, and I think and it's, it's going to be the same with LeBron. Yeah, it's going to be the same exact thing with LeBron. He's LeBron not going to have a dramatic fall off. He's, he's not going to come out and shoot you know, 32% from the field. That's exactly. not going to happen. That's not going to happen with him. But there is going to be a steady decline to the point where Damian Lillard's production would be more effective than LeBron's production with this team. By all means. And I think it is coming soon. Damian Lillard's a dog. Don't get me like I. All by all means, I agree with you on that one. Yeah, and, and like I, I was being nice because these were coworkers, but I just wanted to look at them and be like, "Can you pull your head out of your ass?" Right. Like I get it's LeBron, and I get we're Clevelanders, but this man is thirty-eight. Like if you're saying you're trading the house for him, you're stupid. Yeah, I, I do not want LeBron on my team. If I can get him for free, if I can just go sign him. Sure, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm taking awesome. him. He's incredible. Great. He's one of the best players in but the NBA still right now at this age. You're also giving up different elements to the team. And it, you can't... Even if it's the same trade package, dude. I'm still taking Dame. Yeah. Like, something I would imagine it would take to get Dame, just granted that we don't have a lot of picks. And maybe, you know, we do have, like, a first round in there, something that could sway this. But... I'm thinking you're probably having to give up Darius Garland. You're right. You're not. We're not going to give up a first rounder because it's going to the 76ers for Tobias Harris. Yeah, absolutely. The fuck not. <laughs> not even getting into that. Um, <laughs> sorry, I had to, I had to bring that one out on that one. Because the most outlandish trade. The of price all time. is wrong, bitch. Yeah, the price is very wrong. Yeah, no doubt about it. The 76ers are crazy. Um, but I, I imagine for Dame, you'd have to give up like DG. You'd probably have to give up like Jared Allen. And maybe like Isaac Okora. Yeah, Th- those are. I'm like, assuming some type of pick will be involved. Because, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you probably mix in picks there, and maybe that's not even enough for them. Like I don't know. I, I genuinely don't know what the trade value would be on Damian Lillard. Even from them. then, though, if you look at that 
I mean, you said DG, yep. Jared Allen, yep, and then a, a like, Kuro and a, a Kuro pick. and a pick, maybe. Dude, that is a haul for them. And That's then what you, I'm saying. You're pairing up Darius Garland with Scoot Henderson, right? Like I would do that in a heartbeat. DG's if I was, a really good player. Yeah, Jared Allen, although he's on an expiring deal, a really good player. Yeah, like Isaac Okoro, a good defender. He's coming to his own a little bit on offense. But tying it back to the elements, I think your production is a lot better if you went and got a guy in. Oh my God, they scored! Oh, that one's gonna hurt. What they score? They got two runs. The Royals. Sorry if sorry if I'm keeping. I have a little parlay going, and now it's a tie ball game. So I'm pretty sure that kicks uh, what's his name out of contention for getting the win. Is he out of the game? Yeah. Is, is Shane Bieber out of the game? Yeah, because Tyler Steffens is in and blowing the bag right now. Oh, boy. Anyways, going back on track. That'll be something to talk You're, about. Don't worry. Yeah. Garland. By the way, they pulled Bieber after 81 pitches. Yeah, and I mean, hits. I could see it. Meh. You don't want it's Yeah. Tuesday. Absolute side note. Absolute side note. Recording this on Wednesday during a day game. It was a mistake. Thursday. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you are. Oof. It's Hopefully been a rough you don't week. have anything. It's been a rough um, week. I don't. So anyways, I think your production is a lot better if you go with Dame long-term than LeBron. But then also, too... I think it's better in the immediate. Yeah. I, it all depends on how what LeBron you're getting. And, uh, and again, I, it's, it's a really big hypothetical, right? Yeah. Like, but it, it's just it was in the news, and it was sparked conversation, and that's why yeah, it popped I in my head. It's a good one. I like it. But uh, again, I, I think right now you're better off with Dame than you are with LeBron, in a way. In a way. Like in LeBron, a way. LeBron's a leader. He does a lot. Again, still one of the greatest. He, he might even be a better player right now, like this last year, than Dame. I don't know if I'm willing to say that. Probably not. But, like, it, it'd be close. It'd be a it'd conversation. Be close. Yeah. I mean, Dame was putting up numbers yeah. this yeah. year. He, he averaged 32 points this year. Yeah. And that's something that we and Seven assists. Need. Both of those on 46% shooting, all those higher than his career averages. Yeah. All right. So, I th- yours was I liked yours a lot better than mine. My my uh, take here. Well, let's hear it. So this is a guy. If you go back to the this or that of I believe it was the Cavs off season. Okay, I'm I'm one hundred percent sure. You picked a guy. What is it? Episode two. Uh, that off off season one, or are we going back to the most recent one? I'm talking. To, I think it's. I don't, not the most recent one. So episode two. It was NBA-related one. I'm pretty sure it was two. So either way. That or three. It was two or three. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it was two. I don't, I don't know if it was this or that. It was something, though, and this okay. guy came up in discussion. Let's roll. And you thought that, oh, no, 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 it was in the question one. That's what it was. Q&A? The Q&A one. Okay. What was your pick of the guy that will be the best player in 10 years? Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards will be the MVP within two years. That's my pick. That it, You may think it's bold. I, I, I he, You are calculating this one in your head. I am. I, I'm looking at the ceiling. There's numbers running through my head. There's names running through my head. So may I try to convince you then? Yeah, let me hear it because there's a couple of names in my mind right now that I think stop him from doing that. So there's... Another one with the sense of my MLB take, this is a lot of narratives. When you look at this one and you look at the field, Jokic doesn't get it this year, and that is BS. 
total BS. He yeah, should have won it. He should be Mr. Three-time right now. But it's the LeBron effect where you can't give it to him constantly. Yeah, which is the biggest BS of all time, but yeah. So then eventually, too, who's going to step up and get that? If you're not going to give it to Jokic, who's going to step up? You think Embiid's going to go back-to-back? Bullshit. Uh, no, I don't think he is. You think, think LeBron will ever have the production to win another MVP? No. 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 Do you think... Kevin Durant, that was another name I saw. Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, those were a couple of names that I saw. Now that, especially, they're both on the Suns, no way. They're just going to outplay themselves. So it's like, I'm looking at it in a sense of the league is getting a lot older, and the names that we used to talk about all the time are starting to diminish a little bit. And now that Anthony Edwards has two years, two years, correct? Under his belt, two or three. He has yeah, three. three. Three, my bad. Because he was drafted in 2020, correct. I think this dude is going to take the next step. He, especially on a team that is... <laughs> I don't even know what the Timberwolves anymore. They're all over the place. They need that type of guy. And I think eventually he is going to step into that role of a dominant point guard. Kind of like a Russell Westbrook type where he could just take over the game with ease. And I think he will step into that. And then guess what? I mean, Russell Westbrook, prime example of it, Mr. Walking triple-double at one point. But I think eventually Anthony Edwards will win an MVP within these next two years. You ready for the Let's hear it. The fight back? And again, I mean, you don't have to tell me. This was big, probably big my Edwards hardest guy. one to pick, by the way, too. I'm a big Anthony Edwards guy. Yeah. Like, that doesn't have to be explained. Yeah. So, I would love if he won an MVP in two years. I just don't think it's going to happen. Let, let me – I'm looking at the finalists from last year. Right now. Okay. Giannis is always a name that's going to stick up there for at he's least always a few more years. At least a few more years he's going to be near the top. Fourth this year, Jason Tatum. I think a name that you could also argue sticks around near that top. Jason Tatum – I worry that something's going to happen soon with his career. Not like I'm not saying like oh my God, injury. Are you a psychic? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I just think I'm that looking like looking into my glass ball and I see something dangerous. Right. Well, Jason Tatum's going to break his leg. <laughs> no, by all means, I hope Jason Tatum stays healthy for the rest of the career. I just think at some point this dude might get traded, or someone on that team does get traded, and then it doesn't help his production. And it helps, too, that he's on a team that is very good. And at some point, if this team makes a turning point, you're going to probably see a little bit of production drop in Jason Tatum. Yeah, you want the counter-argument? Let's hear it. I mean, that that Timberwolves team is not set up for the future. Don't get me wrong. I agree. But that's going to be the part of it. The fact that they have uh, Mr. Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Ouch. Not who I'd want to have right now. I agree. I, and I think, think that was, Kat's an issue, too. I think that Rudy Gobert trade might be, maybe this is my hot take, uh, might be the worst trade of all time. I I probably <laughs> wouldn't go in that sense. No, that I far. think it might be. And it's got to be close. I'd have to pull up more trades. I can't stick yeah, definitely. my name onto that I, one, I don't know. If, I don't know if it's true or not, either. I mean, like, you could probably think worse things. Like, maybe not worse, but, like, you know. Lakers going and getting Kobe, like the Hornets probably fluffed that bag a little bit. Yeah, or yeah, I, never mind. That was that was, a, but that would have been a draft take that I was thinking of about Michael Jordan. But um, but 
like uh, other names I'm going to rattle off, right? That that could stop him. The, the next three I don't think are that big of an issue. It's SGA, who I think you know maybe not not crazy, but yeah. I, I still think Ant could get in over him. Donovan Mitchell again, like maybe, but not that big of a name. I think that Darius Garland kind of caps him. Yeah, uh, Demonis Sabonis again. No, no. Uh, Luca definitely a name that you know is going to stand in his contention. Steph Curry. Getting up there in age, but still a guy who's putting up numbers. Uh, and then the next names, eh. You know, Jimmy Butler, Darren Fox, Jalen Brunson, John Morant. I think these are just guys that are going to bounce in and out. And especially next year, John Morant's not winning an MVP. And probably the year after, because that's a bad look for the NBA. Right. It's just a publicity thing that he won't get it. This year was plus 4,000. And it's me banking on the fact that it probably won't be this year, but next year. This is going to be the upcoming year where he takes the step. It moves into a dominant score. Important question. What? Are we still putting money on Anthony Edwards to win the MVP this year? I mean, I will. Go for it. I'll do it because, I mean, plus 4,000 odds. You just got to remember to do oh, it yeah. next year. <laughs> yeah, I, just remind me. Put, yeah, put a right. little reminder in. All right, here, I, here I am it. going into my calendar. Uh, <laughs> on June, <laughs> June 29, 2024. 2024. Jinx, you owe me a fucking lot of beer that's what it <laughs> only if the reds win the nl central and even then a lot of beer i'm still a broke and man. when deandre hopkins becomes Dude, that's one Patriot. beer and it's not gonna happen either You're, way you might not owe me one we might have a beer together but we're definitely gonna get a beer together no matter <laughs> what that's that's it but yeah i don't know that was my take on it it's again it's probably gonna be one of my boldest ones but it's based on the fact that because originally i was gonna try to do win an mvp next year but I was like, I'll give it another year just in case. If, because if I said, like, four years, like, at that point, you're like, oh, okay, well, then, yeah, you know, odds are a lot better. But I wanted to add a little bit more juice to it. Yeah, again, I would love if it happens. I don't think it's the craziest thing in the world. I don't think it's going to happen. And for the three reasons of he's playing in Minnesota, which is in a major market, Minnesota's probably not going to be that great. And a lot of the times, you know, team success does tie in. To the MVP award. That's just the way it works. Your team at least has to be somewhat yeah, successful agree. most of the time. Unless you're like, you know, the Russell Westbrook triple-double numbers. And the fact that there's those guys I mentioned standing in his way. I will say this. He is only 21. No, <laughs> Believe me, I'm all in. Yeah. I love this kid. Yeah, I agree. He's winning an MVP at some point in his career. Yeah, I, I agree. I just don't think it's in the next two years. Fair enough. Fair enough. So... The last take that we're going to make for both of us, it's a wild card. We could pick any type of sport. Go ahead and announce what sport you're going to take. I'm rolling back around into the NFL. Okay, you're going NFL. I'm going to go first with my college football take. And I said this is probably going to be one of my most outlandish ones. But again, I have so much evidence and support for this one that I'm going to ramble about it. So I'm going to say it, and then I'm just going to talk, and then you could say all right, this is where so I go grab curr- water. Currently, I am wearing my hot take sweatshirt. Thought it would be totally fitting. I know I wore it on uh, Tuesday when we were recording that one. But, you know, as Jake said, it's a sweatshirt. It's a sweatshirt. It doesn't it's have a to sweatshirt. be. You know, it's okay. It, it can be worn a couple days before you wash it. All right, everyone calm down. And maybe he did wash it, but I don't think he did. No, I didn't. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll admit it. But I am currently going to take off my hot take sweatshirt to put on my Florida State shirt. For this oh, take. God. Ready? Ready? All right. He's doing it. Headphones are off, and he's going full Seminole at the moment. The Seminoles are out. 
This is wild. I don't even want to know what this take okay. is. Florida State for college football. Our national champions. Our national fucking champions. Stop that. I thought you were kidding. Nope. And here we go, Jake, because you asked, you allowed me to take a wild card and pick college football. Well, here you go, buddy. I was going to say college football playoff bound. And I was like, eh, not really bold. I no, was. I gonna, think that's bold. No, not, av- not after this one. I'm I was going to say listen, even but... maybe just make it to the title game. No. I'm going all the way with this one. Obviously. Before we dig immunity. too deep, what was, uh, what was their record last year? Uh, I believe it was 10-3. and three. Okay. All right. Which brings me into the point. So, Florida State, if you don't know, Mike Norvell was the head coach there. Everyone was going after his head at the beginning of the season because everyone was thought that he was a bad hire and it wasn't it, overall they didn't like him. They did they started off the year kind of all over the place. They lost a couple of key games and stuff. They really brought it around at the end of the year. And they ended up winning the bowl game against Oklahoma. I actually went to the game, which was really cool. I did the chop. Yeah. Massive shout out. Yeah. It, it, it was a really good time. College football is a different environment. Oh, dude, it's awesome. <laughs> it is awesome. Um, which is why I'm going to go to four games this year at least. But not the point. We're going to, I'm breaking this into three parts. All right. First things first, their returning production. Guess where it ranks? Among all of FBS teams in 2023. For the love of God, you're calling them national champions. I hope it's one. Numero uno with 87%. And currently, that ranks... So their offense is 80% returning production, which is ranked 12th. You know, not not terrible, but... No, it's pretty good. It's still good. But their defense... Everyone's coming back. Is it a Hondo? Ninety four percent. Pretty close. And which ranks two? And it it was. You know who beat them out? Florida Atlantic University. Oh, FAU baby! Because they shout out my buddy Ryan Falzone. He's an owl. Right. They they are returning basically everyone. They're at ninety nine percent. Also shout out uh, John Vacari's sister. She's an owl. There we go. John Vacari. Great episode. Got to listen to it. Um, Last episode. Go ahead. Go play that one if you haven't listened to it. Pause right here. Don't listen to Dylan's BS on the seven. Ouch. But come okay. back. Come back and listen to it. So here's here's where else I'm going to go with this. This offense is nuts. Even though that it ranks 12th and at 80% of returning production, they are returning and they ad- added a bunch of other dudes to this offense. Uh, I'll start with the quarterback. Jordan Travis is a dog. By dog. all means, dog. Oh, oh. One of the best efficient dual threat quarterbacks in all of college football. Oh. He is going to be a name that is going to be talked about with NFL draft soon enough. Especially if they have a good year like I'm predicting. So they oh, got a, well, at, you're not predicting a good year. You're predicting the best a fantastic year. Yeah. So it starts with the quarterback, obviously Jordan Travis Dog. Their wide receiving room, have you ever seen this? Dude, I couldn't and name you one player. Johnny Wilson. Johnny Wilson, a wide receiver for them. Wide receiver, I must say, 6'7". 
Cool. I watched this kid live. That's not a human being. He is a monster when he gets the ball. Monster, I say. And then they also added another kid from Michigan State to that wide receiving room who was 6-4 and was, their, I believe, their second leading wide receiver at Michigan State last year behind my boy Jaden Reed. Either way, though, they add another guy, and they have a couple more dudes that are 6-4. They are a massive wide receiving room, and they got hella talent in that room. And then if you want to go tight end, great. Jaheim Bell, another dog from South Carolina. Watched a lot of his film last year. Didn't declare just because, I mean, that that tight end class last year was nuts. So he probably would have gotten lost in the fray. But he was from South Carolina, transfers into Florida State as well. Dog. He won't be the number one tight end next year. But uh, yeah, I mean Brock Bowers Brock takes Bowers. A, Yeah, he takes the yeah. he takes a cake on Should that. Should be one. a top five pick. Yeah. Easily. And then you want to talk about their run game? Trey Benson. Oh boy. You oh, my comparison the first time I turned on this kid's film because he is draft eligible this year. It looks like a firecracker is up that dude's ass when he runs. I mean, that sounds uncomfortable. Explosive, dude. He is going to be a house call waiting every single time he gets the ball. So that's just their offense. They are a very productive offense. Their defense, again, don't have to say too much in the sense of their returning production is there. Jared Verse, thank God he doesn't declare for the draft because this dude is a dog. I loved him last year. He was had a chance of even end up being my like edge three in a class that was loaded and and an easily top 10 pick. So he returns to on that defense. They overall have their whole defense back at this point. So that's just the team itself. Let's talk about their conference and their schedule. I just can't get over one thing. What? If you were to run with a firecracker up your ass. I hate you. It wouldn't have, I know, I get it. But I feel if, like I'd be waddling more than flying. Shut up. Either way. Let's talk about now their conference. The ACC fucking blows. We all know that. Clemson is, I'll, I'll say this, Clemson and North Carolina. Clemson, Clemson's obviously better. No, their conference North, sucks ass. But those are the only teams that are going to be in the top 25. Yeah, probably. I mean, North Carolina could probably, eh, I guess, no, they, they're, they'll they're be, good this year. Yeah, they'll, be, this year. they'll be at least top 25, I'm, but they will be probably in the 20 range. Yeah. So... With their strength, the schedule next year, it sucks. They are not the only team that I am really scared of for their for the upcoming year. They do have to play LSU week one, which LSU, a bunch of dogs there. Don't get me wrong. I know it's shot. Sorry, little uh, little shot at my Notre Dame friends there. They're still a little butthurt by Brian Kelly. But either way, after LSU... They're not playing anyone good. And I say that in a way of it gets them into the playoffs discussion because this team could easily rip off 11 wins, and I think that's all that really it takes for you to enter into the playoffs if you're a Power 5 school. If you can rip off 11 wins. Yeah, it, it depends who you have. Strength of schedule does come in because, I mean, don't forget we had teams like UCF who, you know, were yeah, undefeated right. but didn't make the playoffs because strength of schedule. Now, I, I don't think their strength of schedule is that bad. It's, like, I mean, it's okay. bad, but it's not like I'll rattle you off out their bad. schedule. Yeah, so I'd say probably after their fourth game, it's pretty easy. There, they play LSU Week One, which that one's going to be a tough. bloodbath. 
Clemson but week then four. They, go, they go Southern Miss Win. week two. Boston College Win. week three. Clemson, going to be a tough, tough one. Game. And it's at Clemson, I will say that as well. But after that, here it goes. Virginia Tech. Win. Syracuse. Win. Duke, I, I will say Duke is... Duke has gotten better. Pro- still a win. Probably still a win. Wake Forest. Probably a win. They lost Sam Harmon. They did lose they, Sam Harmon. Yeah. They and they lost, lost their uh, leading wide receiver yeah. in A.T. Perry. A.T. Perry. Uh, that kid. Pitt. Win. Yeah, probably. Miami. I, I don't even know what's happening with that team. That team's a, abysmal. I don't know. Last I paid attention to Miami, and I have to say I'm like a half you know, Hurricane fan. The U. Uh, yeah. Yeah, last I know about that team, they had Tate Martell. So. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> he was playing wide receiver. Right. So. And then Northern Alabama. Loss. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was like, what? 100-point win. And then they end this season with Florida, who is – they don't even know who the hell the quarterback is going to be this year. Yeah, didn't they have Graham, a kid, like, decommit? Yeah. Well, that was that was a whole different story on why – well, uh, you're talking about Jaden Rashada. Yeah, yeah that so. one was an, an NIL issue. The other kid that they were that was going to be the projected starter this year, he had a little issue when he was singing a rap verse on camera. Ah, uh, you could say the rest yeah, of this. Yeah, I think yeah. I'll hold out on saying exactly. That. So I'm looking at the schedule and I'm like, this is doable to rip off 11 wins. And if again, if you're a Power Five team, where is that really? Hold on, is that really we're ending kids' careers on that? Yeah, on a rap it verse. Was. It, it it was it literally. I mean, he did transfer to a. Low end division one, I believe. I forget which school. What's it? I'm pretty sure he's still in Florida. We're risking kids' careers on a rap verse. I don't. I'm not. I don't want to. I'm, I'm not going to get like so deep into the the politics of whether or not he should say it. Because again, I think he shouldn't. But like, I, I also think that's making it a bigger deal than it is. But I'm just going to let that I one go. Yeah. Either way. So I think that if you can rip off this, you'll. I'm assuming that they're probably going to lose at least one. At some point, they will. And it will most they, they likely lose be to Clemson or LSU, LSU. Or, yeah. or Clemson. A couple in those that might be like a little sneaky and games might get close, but they should probably win the rest. Yeah. And, and you know, rivalry game with Florida, it's, right. it's going to be debatable. It's a toss-up every time. So I say that if you can get 11 wins as a Power 5 school, most likely you are going to be in the playoffs. That's that's usually how it is. I don't uh, – trust me, I am a firm believer in the in the fact that the better team should be in and records shouldn't matter. And next year we're going to shift into that mentality, especially too because, I mean, like when you look at it, it's like there's going to be 12 teams. So then that's part two. Part three then is the whole field of college football itself. I mean – Before before we dig too deep into this, I again, I, I'm just, you know, belittling your point, not like dog on you, but just tossing random facts. The ACC has seven teams. No, it's not seven teams. That's that's the one. That's their just the Atlantic. Conference. Yeah. Well, why can't I dumbass? I want to see the other side of the ACC. ESPN, fix your shit. If I click on standings for Florida State, I want to know where they rank in the ACC. Maybe you just don't come at me with this. I'm just saying, like <laughs> they I only have seven teams. That's what I'm saying. Like I didn't think the ACC had seven teams. That sounded stupid. <laughs> Either way, back that would be to, that wouldn't even be a conference. Back to my point. The college football as a whole is people are scared that this is going to be 2007 over again. You remember the 2007 season where like everything just went to shit and like every team that you thought was going to make a playoff run or to, not even a playoff run. It was at that time. It was only the championship of the top two teams. Everything just kind of fell apart. I forget who the winner was, but yeah, I don't remember people, a lot from 07. People were scared of 
this year being the same thing. Because if you look at it, who's the quarterback for Alabama this year? Can you tell me? Nah. You can't even tell me. I'm, I'm not a big college football. I'm a like, big college... I, I like college football, but like right. the player names escape me before I see them on the field. Right now, I'm assuming that it's going to be Tyler Buckner, the kid from Notre Dame, because he transfers in. Like, Again, like I don't even know who this kid is. Bingo. You, let's look at Georgia. New quarterback, right? Yeah, it ain't Stetson Bennett, so I don't know who it is. And don't get me wrong, I it, right now, again, I, I know all these guys and stuff. George, Carson Beck looks like a dog. Don't that, get that me wrong. That name actually looks, or not looks, sounds familiar. But I'm, he's this is his first year starting, so it could be a little sketchy in that sense. And then you look at Ohio State, too. Yeah. I, I mean, who? I mean, the list goes on, too. Penn State, same thing. Starting Drew Howard, don't get me wrong, love Drew Howard to death. He's a he's a Northeast Ohio boy too. Still, yeah, you don't I, know. I I mean, there are those question marks, but normally there's a couple of these guys that like end up. They, they end right? up stepping up. Yes, I agree. But like that's college just, football. Like people are, it's a constant rotation. It's college guys who can only play three. Years. Obviously, but the problem is like we don't know. It's a lot of question marks right now, and there's a. I mean, who knows what Ohio State's going to be with Kyle McCord at the helm? Because it yeah. probably is going to be Kyle McCord Mo- most likely. Who else are you going to start? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's some Devin young guys Brown? sitting back there, but yeah. So I'm looking at the field. I'm like, this is this is the perfect storm for Florida State to win it this year. If this was, if there's any other year, probably not going to. I wouldn't say it, but honestly, like this is the year. If they're going to do it, it's going to happen now. I mean, I can. Did I at least convince you that they're going to be a playoff team? I don't know if they're going to be a playoff team. You've convinced me that they have a chance to be a playoff team. Okay, I at least did something like that. But but I mean, I, I'm not convinced they are a playoff team, and and I think that goes for most teams. I, I think generally you get your shoe ins of like either Georgia or Alabama, most likely like Ohio State or Michigan, right? Like the the one of those four, yeah. Like probably two of those four are like a shoe in at this point. Like, Georgia is probably Michigan be in, yeah. as of late. Georgia yeah. as of the only more recently, but not as recently as Michigan. It's crazy though because the only team out of all of these teams that I'm rattling off that has new quarterbacks, Michigan, they're keeping JJ McCartney. And it, it, McCarthy, and it, McCarthy. Sorry, JJ McCartney is either a, way a singer. If I'm not Jesse McCartney, no. Paul, right? Or oh no, you're talking you're talking about the one in our generation. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Jesse yeah. McCartney, is that it? Yeah I, yeah, I like some of the songs. Yeah, either it's not way, too bad. But back to my point, I'm looking at it this year like Michigan's going to be a real threat, and this is kind of just because eventually we're going to talk Ohio State football. We're going to have yeah. an episode on that yeah, one. Yeah. It's bound to happen when it comes around. But I'm looking at it right now. It's not really Cleveland, but Michigan. Close enough. Michigan looks. I mean, a lot of returning production on this one too. I'm trying to look at it right Screw now. To that see. team. I just saw that uh, Harbaugh implemented like a beat Georgia day. Grow up. I I don't grow up. I know they got to be at Ohio State game, which like or a practice segment, which I'm perfectly fine with because you're guaranteed to play us once a year. Michigan returning production fifth. Yeah, I'm just saying they yeah. they their their run games back. They lost a couple wide receivers. I'll admit that one. But overall, they're going to be scary this year. That offense doesn't scare me. I, don't get me wrong, Jamie. J.J. McCarthy. McCarthy. McCarthy, keep, right? McCarthy, yeah. yeah. God, I, I almost botched it again, though. That was the problem. You, you'd like kind of I'm not scared it. of them, but oh, as a team, yeah. 
they're pretty good. No, I'm not saying they're bad. Like, and guess, it, guess what? We're, a game. And guess where we're playing them this year? Yeah, no. It's, yeah, yeah. Either way, though, let's not get too heated in that one because no. Jake still has to give his last NFL take. So let it rip, kid. Well, you you made that such a you know. You had so much behind it, and like so many facts back. I just up. talked ten minutes straight for that. One. Yeah, I know. And you want to know it's crazy. With all the statistics, you brought a lot of good information to the table, plenty of good information, and I'm going to come here and I'm going to give you a take that I'm basically going to bring no information to the table. Eh, you know, it's fine. Okay. This is basically going to be an off-the-dome. Uh, I mean, I do have a- like, That was my Edwards one, so I, yeah. I can't, you know, you know I'm not I, even going to take a shot. Like, like I have thoughts to back it up, and I have, like, very little things to back it up, but not, like, you know, a deep analysis. Okay. And that's the fact that the New York Jets- are going to miss the playoffs this year. That's not a bold take at all. You don't think that's a that they miss the playoffs? This team with Aaron Rodgers. This team has Broncos of last year written all over it. Yeah, but I think the overwhelming majority of people would say that this team makes the playoffs. Like they they make a wild yeah. card game. In my mind, how about this? In my mind, I don't think they're making the playoffs. That's, yeah. I'm not going to say on the record that, like, for a fact, I that's that's my take. I'm just saying, I'm looking at it right now. I like Miami better. I like the, um, the Bills better, too. Just to miss the playoffs are at positive odds. Plus 110. Not that Plus big. Plus 110. Yeah. That's pretty close. So maybe it's not that hot of a take. And a big part of that does no, have to do with the fact that they play in the East and the Bills yeah. are most likely, the or not most likely, they are the favorites to take the division. Yeah. So you're not getting them by winning the division. I agree. By most people's takes, and by my take as well. I think the Bills are still better. Uh, yeah. And I. It, what do you? Okay. So then, what do you think about the Dolphins? Are you really high on them? No, I'm not. Really? Um, I, I think they're good. I think they're really good. But so much of that hinges on two the quarterback play. Yeah. yeah. That it's like, I, I wouldn't be like throwing money down on the Dolphins. I think if two is healthy, they're good. They're really good. I really like the Dolphins, mainly just because I love Mike McDaniels. I think he's going to be one of the best coaches soon enough in the league, yeah, kind I of like really Kyle good. Shanahan. But, yeah, I mean, you're right about the Tua sense of right. can he be healthy enough. I like Waddle. I like Tyreek Hill. I, I don't mean, think that, the defense is that bad. That defense took a huge step up. Yeah. That was one of the most underrated narratives pushed out so far right now because, I mean, Vic Fangio comes in. Perfect hire to be a defensive coordinator. Yep. May have not have been the best head coach, but he was a very good defensive court. He will be a very def- good defensive coordinator. And then you also bring in Jalen Ramsey, and then you have Bradley Chubb, and then Javon Holland deep. Oh, dude, I am really liking this team. If Tua could stay healthy, in in that case, yeah, I don't think the Jets make it this year. I think, and part of the you t- want to know uh, something that plays into this too in my head. I'll be, and you know what? And here's the other thing too. I'm willing to throw money on that one. I will do it with you, I'm, since you okay. technically you have to do it. And here I'm gonna I'm gonna run you through a couple of things. I'm gonna tell you why I'm not placing the bet yet. Okay. Okay. The the bet will get places here. I yeah, promise no, you. That's I will fine. put my money where my mouth is, but okay. it's not happening yet. Strength of schedule. Tough. Yeah. Not an easy like. Bills, Cowboys, easily two losses. Like, Especially when you losses. play in that division. Right? That's not like you got Bills, Cowboys, Pats, I think they can beat. They play the Chiefs, rough. Broncos, if they take a step up, rough. I still think they beat them. Uh, then you go on to play the Eagles, hard game. Giants, that's in state rivalry. 
Uh, Chargers is a rough game. Raiders should be easy. Bills again. Dolphins, obviously it's in division. Falcons is easy. Texans is probably going to be easy. Dolphins again. Commanders. Play the Browns. Pets. Like, easy back half of the schedule. Just Even then, I half, think tough. I think the Pats still give them struggles, too. I'm willing to at least admit they, that. I, I don't think the Patriots... The Pats like, are the Pats. Like yeah, the, they're, they're not a runover team, right? No. They're like, not by all means. They're not a team I look at my schedule and I go, win. They're a team I look at my schedule and I go, should be a win. Yeah. Oh, those When those dogs come to fight that day. Either way, yeah. I mean, it, so then why are you holding off on the bet again? Okay. Uh, Dominique Foxworth, ESPN. Yeah. Nailed this yesterday. Okay. This team is basically going to get forced to be on hard knocks. Oh, okay. They're they're being forced. Unfortunately, yes, to they be have on hard to be. Knocks. Yeah, like, and that is something that can happen. Yeah, they, the NFL didn't want to do it, and but like, they're going to have to do it because no other teams want to do it. And the the I think they're like easy pick favorites this year. They don't want to be. They like what team does not want to like? I, I don't understand that. What is a couple of cameras going to do? And you tell me right now a team that's been painted in a bad light on hard knocks. Yeah. Like, what team did you look at and you're like, I like them less? Browns. <laughs> I look at the Browns every year and think I like them less. That doesn't I mean, count. Yeah. Um, but, like, the Lions? America's sweetheart. Yeah, I mean, everyone like, loves the Lions. Yeah, like, tell me a team, or like a fan right now that's not in the North that... I would have loved to see a Cardinals one. That would have been really interesting. It would have been That's interesting this year. That's more of a year. football nerd of me, though. Yeah, it, it would have been interesting, but it, like not with Kyler down. And no, I agree. I it, agree. It, 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 would, it doesn't bring any interest. It's more of a the common fans wouldn't care for it, but like a huge football nerd would be like, oh my god, like, yeah, like who, what's it going to look like at the bottom of the barrel? Right, especially too. Like <laughs> we saw that with the Browns. <laughs> yeah, if you think about it too, Corey like, Coleman's crying. Yeah, if I mean, if you look at it, like th- this team might have the top two picks. Yeah, no, for sure. But either way, oh. Um, also, really quick breaking news: James Harden is picking up his thirty-five point six mil option and will begin to work with the 76ers in exploring a trade scenario. Oh, that just happened. So, okay, I don't know. I just no popped up uh, on my yeah, phone. Makes sense. Um, but back to what I was saying. Again, I don't think teams get painted in a negative light in hard knocks. No, they they try not to do that because those are usually hard knocks is a way to try to make the bad teams a little bit more exciting. Yeah. That's the case. It's going to make this team exciting, right? And not to say that Hard Knocks is like, you know, painting it in a good light all the time and there aren't bad moments. Like, right. Th- there's the up and the downs on Hard Knocks. There's just more ups than downs, and as it should be. If I you're agree. Gonna, if you're going to put team under, like, that tough spotlight, and again, I think it's added pressure. I don't think it's that much added pressure for a team that's on camera every single Sunday as they perform. But it's a little bit. Like, there, there's a sense of, you know, everyone's a little different when cameras are rolling. Yeah, I agree. You always have to put a filter on. Yeah. We, our podium talks. We yeah. had that talk last night. Yeah. There, there's got to be podium talks. Yeah. Um, But I think they get painted in a positive light. I think them being on hard knocks stirs up a little bit of excitement for this team. And I think that's enough for Vegas to start swinging the odds. Yeah. Like, I, I want them to be like... Okay. You know? Like, so you're just going for a value play. I like yeah, it. I, I'm, I'm sitting on it. After yeah. hard knocks, you know, if it goes That's down fair. into the minuses, okay, whatever. I'll still place it. I'll, I'll probably throw more money down on it, honestly, you just, just have, if it's at a minus. But You just have to worry in the sense of hopefully Rodgers doesn't get hurt during all of this because he already kind of 
dealt with an injury. I don't know. It kind of got swept under the carpet pretty quickly. Yeah. Where something with this quad. But well, I'm just saying. I mean, in at that point, then it's just not a hot take. I throw a unit on it and I, you yeah. know, make two, like a quarter of a unit or something. Yeah. Well, I will say this with my Florida State take. I am throwing down at least two and a half units on it. Okay. I already have half of a unit, so it'd probably just be to throw down. Pretty sure it's half of a unit. Let me double check that. Actually, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. If you have any like closing thoughts on that, uh, no. I mean, I don't think you're crazy at all. I have. <laughs> I don't even want to count the units that I have down on the the Reds to win the Central. And I will say my units are pretty small, but yeah, I mean, mistake so, like by same. the take is a unit shaming less podcast. You yeah, know? we don't unit shame here. Okay, no, we don't. Everyone should have fun betting, no matter how much money's in their bank account. I yep, I'm and in the we same are two people you, of those proponents because we probably have broke two really college low students. Units. We have said that one. Now, now do I just very risk many it? times? Do I just risk it and throw down forty dollars parlays? That's way higher than a unit for me. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course, because I'm an idiot. I love to lose money. It's half a unit for me right now, but I will bump it up to two and a half. Okay, but overall, I'll rattle off mine. Um, for the NFL, I said if the Falcons had a top twelve QB. They would be a top three team in the NFL uh, in, in the NFC. Sorry, I just got a little sidetracked there. Record wise, what was your NFL? Uh, the Jags are making the AFC Championship this upcoming season. My MLB one was Shohei Otani will go down as the greatest player of all time with or without a ring. Your MLB? The Reds are at least winning a playoff series, if not making it to the ALCS. In the NBA department, Anthony Edwards will be an MVP within two seasons. Go ahead and give yours. Damian Lillard would be a better fit on the Cavs than LeBron, both in trade scenarios right now. And last but not least, our wild card in the college football playoff department for me, Florida State, wins the whole damn thing and yours with an NFL pick for the wild card is... The sorry Jets are going to miss the playoffs once again. And that'll wrap it up today. Any last closing thoughts other than the notifications, which I want to do this time, don't take it away from me, asshole. What do you mean? What you always I... say them. What do I say? You always put in like the plug. I want to do right, one of these. All right, times. I just you know it just any, rolls around. I don't do it. What do you like? I don't know. I'm just scrolling through ESPN trying to see if the guards are winning, and they are. They're up three to two, but there's runners on the corners. Um, there goes the um too. We've been trying to work on our ums as of recent, at least on my end. I'm trying to clean that up. Always a trying bit. to get better. Always. Yeah. Any closing thought? Like, what are you doing for July Fourth? Since technically. You want to know what I'm doing for July 4th? Oh, yeah. I actually know what you're doing for July yeah. 4th. I, I'm working. Working. I, I, I think I'm working like a six-hour shift or something from you're like working, 1 to 7. Boy. So uh, if I'm lucky, I'll you know get home and like watch some fireworks, maybe crack a beer or something. You always got to crack a beer. It's, it's the 4th of July. It is literally yeah, the most patriotic. Right. I should be able to be at my job cracking a beer, but I don't think that's the case. No, I don't, I don't think that's legal. But mm, eh, No, probably not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know what I'm doing for 4th of July, to be honest with you. No? A couple of plans kicking it around. We'll see what happens. Anything fun this weekend at all? You're golfing, right? I am golfing. Back on the links? A little bit of a, uh, I would say probably a 2v2 scramble that will be painful. 
mainly because the other group is a little shaky. No shots yeah. at them. A couple of high school guys, but well, they, they just gra- they they're from my high school. Yeah, I'll, I'll but, join up. I'll leave in your teams. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but hey, it's actually with the Dylan. Oh, so a Snyder shout action. out to Snyder. Either way, though, yeah, that's gonna wrap it up for this episode. As always, please follow us on all social medias and also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts if that's possible. I don't know if it is on Apple Podcasts. I know for you could subscribe technically. Yeah, no, you can a lot follow. of them. Yeah, make sure you hit the bell too. Make sure you hit the bell at Mistake by the Take on all of those, and then on Instagram, Mistake by the Take, and then on Twitter, we are MBTT Pod. My socials, as usual, D.Y. Felt, pretty simple. Jake, what are your socials? At Volnick2 on Twitter and at Jake Volnick on Instagram. But that'll do it for this episode of Mistake by the Take. I'm Dylan Feldovich alongside Jake Volnick. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And as always, can't wait to see you guys in the next episode. Yeah, time to get me a beer, I think. Deuces. See you.